0: Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Albany, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I got a little haircut, you know. I need one. Cleaning. You need one. That's right. You need... <laughs> all right. Episode 118, four ways for your business to thrive. Four ways to thrive in business, or four ways for your business to thrive. Either way. It all works. It all works. So I' had a conversation I've had two conversations today, one with a kind of a startup and one with an existing business um, but it's so funny we keep going back to and last week we talked about our fundamentals, your fundamentals and and so the the number one thing we tell you would be uh, know your niche, right know your niche, who's your target audience, who's your target market right
1: yeah, and I think that um, it's it's the same whether you're talking sports. Business, whatever. Um, it's the fundamentals that matter. It's I mean, so we do often talk about similar topics here on the, on our show because, well, fundamentals are what they're fundamental for a reason. That's why they
0: drive the business. I was talking to a startup firm this this uh, earlier today. They're starting up, got a new product, yada yada yada, and uh, so the interesting was was all right. Who is your target market? Is it Typically, it's your, you know, people like you because you invented it kind of to solve your own problem. But who is your target market? Who, who are you trying to go after? Who Who is your target market? And the reason being, and what's really cool now, I'm, I'm taking a side note already early on, is crowdfunding. So here's a guy with a new product, a new idea, a new service, a new product. And, you know, Dan Sullivan always says, go to the check writers. You know, don't ask your friend, Dan, Dan Sullivan, our guru, you know, strategic coach. He says, go to the check writers. Don't ask your friends. Don't ask your mother. Don't ask your wife. Don't ask your brother or your cousin. They're not check writers. Go to the check writers and see if you can get them to write you a check for money, right? What is that? The epitome of that is crowdfunding, right? Kickstarter, crowdfunding, uh, all those names. But let's just call it crowdfunding as a topic, which is, here's my idea. Here's a cool video of why I made it you know, marketing, it's going to be our marketing, right? And then, hey, you want to pre-order, it? help me get it started, right? Because I got to build a prototype or I have a prototype built, but I don't know how many of these things I should make. Um, so that's what I was, that's my message was, who's your target market? What's your million dollar message? What's your irresistible offer? All those fundamentals. Oh, gosh, I just told you our whole thrive in 2000, how to thrive your business. Thrive. But not
1: the whole thing. I mean, you, we start out with know your niche and, yeah. and, this is really, yes, knowing who your, who your target is, but then knowing them on a personal level is really when you get into, um, I, I'm going to use dog food, for example, and yeah. some of the mistakes we made early. Well, our niche is a much higher, um, a higher, more affluent dog owner. So when we were offering a free plus shipping offer, what we were attracting was not in our niche. And so- no matter how much advertising we spent to acquire clients because it wasn't the right client. Sure. We were getting people to sign up, but our, our acquisition costs were high because we weren't retaining those clients. So by the way, this is
0: know your numbers. That's another key indicator. Yeah. You're talking about knowing your numbers. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Up. So,
1: so knowing the niche, knowing who the target was, and, and this is, by the way, when you're, when any, anytime you're launching a product, if, if you think it's just, everything just happens exactly the way you think it's going to happen. It never never happens happens that way. You, you have to learn your market, but as you, as you go through, what happens is you, you start to narrow down who it is. uh, uh, I forget who says it, who, not how you're you're really looking into who the niche is. And when you know that person and you can really speak to them, like, on a one-on-one level, that's when you're really going to be able to attract them to your offer. And like Dan said, go to the check writers. Well, in our case, offering a free plus shipping offer um, really wasn't the check writers. Those are right. the people who are cheap and looking for the freebies. So so if, if you got a new product and you're bringing it to the market, and let's say it's got a $500 price point, well, you better know Who's gonna? What type of people are gonna write that five hundred dollar check? Because there's a lot of people who'll, who'll pay five hundred dollars for a lawnmower that cuts the lawn with all on remote control. I I see that's a new thing coming now, yeah. um, where you you walk the lawn with it one time or something. I, I was watching a video about this. You walk it one time and then it remembers that pattern. Okay. So it'll go and now uh, just like the the Roomba vacuum cleaner, you yeah. know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. goes through. The, it learns the house well, I guess somebody's got a lawnmower that is doing something similar. I I thought it was pretty cool. But knowing the market, who's the market? People who don't want to pay a landscaper, but yet they are willing to pay for a good lawnmower to do it Them So they're kind of doing it themselves. So they're actually a lazy person a little bit, but not, and they have a little bit of money, but they don't want to spend it. So, I mean, that's really getting into a niche market.
0: very specific. Well, we we're talking about another thing is talking about the wow experience, how to enhance experience. And so you were just talking about that, you know, value added is one of our things. How do we value add? And so they were talking about, and this is a little bit about, so it's a first time, you know, you do usually do this in the dog food business. It's a, it's a customer first time purchase, you know, include a discount code for the next purchase because you want them to come back. Right. Um, you know, postcard offering an exclusive discount to them because you're a first time order, we have an exclusive offer, whether it be a guided value added, right? It's a specific product where you know your margins are high so you can afford to give them the discount, right? Or it's a discount on a multi-order, hey, get on a subscription service and we'll give you $5 off a bag if you sign up for a year. But it's almost like you're doing them a favor. Hey, because you're a first-time customer, I slip this into your I, I don't tell the boss, I slip this into your package. You're gonna get this exclusive offer. In
1: the the copywriting world, when you're creating an offer, what they say is the bonus, whatever that bonus is, that is what you're talking about. Yes. The bonus should be the thing that sets them over the edge, but the bonus should stand alone that the person would say, I would pay for this bonus, even if it didn't include the original product. And typically what you try to do is you sell people what they want and you give them what they need. So to yeah. give them what they need is the bonus. You sell them what they want because people buy what they want. They don't buy what they need. They, so, you know, people need a car, but they buy the car they want, you know, with all the, all the gadgets all and the gadgets leather seats and all. Oh, yeah. So it's the same thing. You give them what they need. And that's the bonus. That value add should be something they really, Wow. I, I really need it. Like if you were in the gun business, I probably well, not. the a example. So,
0: so like I order stuff off of one of my golf websites, you know, when I'm buying golf clubs and golf balls and golf gloves and just, you know, stuff. And so my website on the checkout, you get the free golf magazine, free subscription to golf magazine, right? I'm already golfer free scripts of golf magazine and they usually add on another one you know a, a travel magazine or a cigar aficionado i'm not a cigar aficionado, a wine aficionado you know and so they're offering that as a free quote-unquote bonus right as a value added because i ordered stuff off their website now i'm sure they have another deal from them right because what would golf digest want well they want more eyeballs or more subscriptions so even if they give the subscription to me for free they're hoping i'll renew it on an annual basis right they need eyeballs so golf digest can sell more eyeballs so they can say their circulation is higher
1: yeah because ultimately so, it's the advertisers who advertise in their book who yeah, pay for their that golf magazine yeah. but they sell you their eyeballs so they don't care right but it, it's funny they know their niche so about 40 yes. percent of golfers uh probably smoke cigars i say probably i don't know the number I right, just right. I just travel made that... high
0: in travel. I just got back from a golf trip to Palm Beach. I'm spending money on travel because I'm a golfer, right? Uh so, so golfers travel. Skiers are the same kind of people. So you could maybe offer a ski magazine. Uh, the tennis people travel. So but that's a neat little value-added bonus, and that you really need if you're going direct to consumer for your business to thrive. Is we talked about that before. What other value added can you do where then it's then it's a joint venture or strategic alliance? We've talked about those before which I don't even have that on our list here, but I would say, you know, find a strategic partner, find a joint venture, find somebody that you can do that offer with, right? The landscaper with the with the pressure washer guy, you know, you each give away each other's first service for free, right? There's a value added bonus. I'm your landscaper and hey, this month's special is I got the, 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 the pressure washer for free. Next month's special, gutter cleaning for free, right? And the month after that might be whatever, paint your garage door for free. I don't know. I'm making that one up, but you could actually be a landscaper and have a different offer with a different
1: JV partner every single month. Right. And And we talk about that a lot on on this. We talk about the JV partners. I think too many business owners are somehow afraid that that'll detract from their, their core business. When in reality, it it puts you in a far better position because you're saying, hey, I noticed you have some mold or green stuff on your siding. Um, I got a real good friend of mine who does pressure washing. I mean, would you like him to to call you about that? And there what's the worst I could say? No. But no, I, I mean I,
0: I, but that's exactly right. So you could say in my own example, right? So I happen to um work dentists as one of my nieces I work with a lot of dentists. And so I happen to reconnect with some dental marketing guys right some dental marketing guys we used to do some joint ventures together haven't done it in a while in my own example so then when i talked to a dental coaching client this morning i actually talked to two of them today and what do i do i mentioned hey who's who's your digital marketing right how is that going is you know what's working what isn't working would you like another introduction right so what am i doing i'm actually offering a service to my dental coaching clients hey Digital marketing. What do we need? We're going to do a specialty advertising, right? But then I'll be doing a, a favor for the digital marketer themselves, right? What do I hope? I hope they send me referrals, right? I hope they send me to other dentists that I could be the coach for for their clients, right? That's a joy. But but what does my client perceive? Gosh, Matt knows, a, 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 you know, a specialist who's a digital marketer in dentistry, right? Um. So there's an the example. It doesn't detract from my main business. It actually makes me look better, right? To my dentist. Same thing when you do the CPA. Hey, Mr. Dennis, do you how do you like your CPA? Is your CPA a good CPA? Is it not, you know, if not, I have a CPA I can introduce you to. He specializes in dentistry. He's really great at finding your tax savings. What am I doing there? I'm doing you a, a favor. I'm doing my client the favor. Hey, we're gonna help you find some tax saving ideas, right? and I'm doing the CPA a favor cuz I'm bringing him a new client so then he'll introduce me to his other clients right that that's joint venture to that's how I grow my business that's literally joint ventures is my main way to grow my business and, this, and wow. it
1: gives the it gives your it gives your client a, a wow experience because your it's like a wow resource. Matt really yeah. does really does know my business he really right. it does want to help me and and that's ultimately all repeat business, we'll say, all repeat business is based around trust. And so when you refer people that make their life better, solve their problems, well, that makes your trust level go way up. Go and, way up. Um, not the opposite. Like we said, it doesn't detract from your core business. It, it, it enhances your trust. And anytime you enhance trust, your core business is gonna get better. Yep. And that, that's gonna yep. convert your customers into repeat buyers. And that's what you want in business. Cause we get, we, we say you want more transactions, right? To increase your sales. Well, that's more transactions. Helps that's you build exactly. brand around trust. So
0: yeah, we were talking, so another one we were talking about is hook to book. Uh, what's your hook so you can make a sale? What's the hook so you can get booked? What's the hook so you can get a sale hook to book? And a lot of times it's, you know, sell more of what's selling. So find out, know your customer, know your niche, what are their hot buttons and give them what they want, Right. And so I have a marketing company, you know, they do the the, the gifts and, and the gift items. Um, promotional type items. Promotional, yeah. I can't think of. It. Yeah, promotional items. And so one of our strategies for them is, you know, the item of the month, the item of the quarter, right? And where do we get that from? It's what's their hottest selling item for the last quarter. Because, Dave, you may not know about it, but you know what? You know, I've been selling a ton of these chotskys and they're using it this way. Maybe you should buy this product and use it this way. And then next month or next quarter, there'll be a new product or a new promotional. Hey, Dave, this is the hottest promotional item of the quarter. And here's how my other clients are using it. You should use it too. What are you doing there? You are not only, you're actually giving them what they want. Hey, what's the latest and greatest promotional item? You're giving them what they need because because you're also adding the value added bonuses. I'm going to teach you how to use this product, right? This is the hottest item. And by the way, my education is here's how my other clients are using it to promote their business and why you want want to do the same, right? Instead of, hey, Dave, here's a catalog of all the promotional items we sell.
1: You know, right? this, this tchotchke I got is one of my favorites. It's like, it's like a journal book, but it is so nice, you know, who and I mean, Ray Edwards gave me this, but um, I bet he spent I don't know, probably 50 bucks, maybe 20. Oh, you can get days. those
0: things customized done for anywhere from 15 to 30 bucks. Yeah, I'm I mean, to so, doing it myself as an it, offer to my coaching clients. Yes. It's, a,
1: it's a nice tchotchke, and it yes. makes people go, man, that's really cool. So, again, this is about the why we're back to number two, which is. Now, granted, I'm a writer. So a journal book is great. So know your niche. Yeah. But it's also a wow experience. It makes me I mean, it's right here on my desk. There's there's not a whole lot here on my desk. But that's one of the things on my desk. And I don't use that for everyday notes. I use that for when I'm planning a launch or something else. You know, it's it's really the really this, the good stuff. And so he knows the audience, and I've got a wow experience on it, out of it. But he, you also have to know your numbers. If you're going to give away a $30 tchotchke, you probably right. make a little more than $30 profit on a customer, right. too.
0: Exactly right. they got to They got to be worth it, right? And and that's how we keep getting back these fundamentals of knowing your client and and what's your million-dollar message and what's your irresistible offer, right? What's your value-added bonus could be? stick stuck in there too as a, with your ears those are all fundamentals that any business owner needs to know and understand and think about i was talking to one of my dentists this morning right which was you know what's your million dollar message how are you different than other dentists why would they go to you as opposed to the dentist across the street right oh i'm really good at doing this or not the platitudes right but you've got to have the million dollar message just like the guy that i was talking to the startup this morning who has a new product and it's similar to other products. So why would I buy your product versus the other product, right? And can you make that distinction great enough that that, that consumer's interested? The answer is, I don't know, which is why we do Kickstarter campaign or a crowdfunding campaign, because I'm not sure that your product is materially different than the other product out there. And technically you're not either, you think it's great, but let's test it on the check writers, right? Why? Why not offer a service, get somebody to pay for it, and then you got a business. Instead of yeah. create it. Uh, I'm working with another guy right now, a different startup, a, a, a training company, and and that's my keep coming back to him. Would be so it's a great, you think it's an awesome training program that is really awesome. How many of them have you sold, right? You might even need to give them away for free so you can improve the product because we don't even know if somebody's going to write you a check for the product. So before you spend any more money developing your online course or your online training program, let's get a check writer in here to test it out.
1: All right. So I want to pause there on the, if that's, I'm glad you brought that up because we're, we're, we're talking about, we kind of brought into this, how to launch a product inside of somehow that came into this. So let's say you're getting ready to launch a product and, and you haven't got any customers yet, but I mean, like you have customers, but not in this new product, if you will. Well, the the best thing you could probably do is get some customers, whether that be paying customers. I did a launch a while back. I wanted to launch an online course. And so what I did is I went and got a client, one client, and then I trained them. I coached them one-on-one. Then I had the course. Once I did the, the coaching, the six weeks of coaching, then I put the course online and then I had something worth selling. So, I, I, of course, once you have the course, it's an evergreen. You can keep selling it. I'm not saying that you're necessarily selling a course, but let's say you make whatever targets, you know, uh, you could make masks. Whatever you make, uh, let's say you make custom masks. Go get some people who have your masks and get pictures of them. And, and you know. Well, that's right. You're, you're going down the Chantana. So Ramit Sadie is another guy.
0: I always teach to be rich with his book, and he's got a blog and all this kind of stuff. And I forget. I think it's him maybe it's Sam Ovens, I'm getting confused. They always say, get three customers, get five customers. You've got to get three to five paying customers because, and I think it's actually five because you can get three of your buddies to do it, right? You can get three family members to do it. When you get five, then you really have a business because if you got five people that are really willing to pay, pay for you, I know two or three of them are legit because your first one or two might be your cousin and your aunt and your family members, right? And so they always say, test your idea, get, I think it's five, it's three to five paying customers, whether it be a discount or not, somebody's got to pay cash, then you know you have a viable product. So if it's an online course, I need three to five paying customers. If it's a new product, I need three to five customers. If it's a new consulting service, three to five customers. Landscape business, I need three to five customers, right? Ideas are great. And, but they're a dime a dozen, right? It's a combination of the excellent training program and the excellent marketing, which includes the marketing, knowing your niche, and the million dollar message and the irresistible offer that then generates a sale, right? You can have everything else, but until we get cash in the door, you and I were talking about this pre pre line, I'm working with another guy, and it's like, all right, you got, let's get the cash in the door. Until we get the cash in the door, the concept isn't proven. You have to prove the model works by selling the service, even if it's only to three or five paying
1: customers. Yeah, and and if you have the opportunity to get the paying customers, get the dang customers. Yes. I mean they have the the money. They have the money. And if they have the money and your problem is more the the problem you solve, if that product that solves the problem is more valuable to them than the money they have in their hand, they will trade you the money in their hand. For your problem solver, whatever that is, it's it's the nature of it's the nature of everything that sells, is that I have I have this this problem solver. Here, I'll, I'll use an example: hand sanitizer during the beginning of the crisis. Now, the the crisis, the the virus last year, pandemic. Yeah, go ahead. So prior to the pandemic, hand sanitizer was typically about, you could buy a gallon of hand sanitizer for about $4, a gallon for about $4. Now you could also buy a little one for $4, but I mean, you could go out and buy the gallon for four bucks. Well, by, by a month after the crisis, a gallon of hand sanitizer, I think a five gallon bucket of hand sanitizer was going for about $140. Why? Because the, the the perceived value was so high that people were willing to do anything to get a hold of it. Well, it's the same product, right? I mean, so what was the difference? The difference was the perceived value changed. This is what the million dollar message is. You've got to change the perceived value in the mind of your client, and that has nothing to do. The product did not change during the crisis. The product was the same. There was a million of them on, so you could say there's too much competition. There was a million of them on the market. What changed was the perceived value. Apparently, the perceived value of toilet paper changed too,
0: because because <laughs> the. the
1: but 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 the the point being, the product remained the same. So this is what the million dollar message does. We talk a lot about this. Yeah, this, that's a great point. This million dollar message. The million dollar message changes the perceived value of the product in the mind, in the eyes of your prospect and your client. And when that happens, everything changes. You are no longer playing the pricing game. You are now in the selling something in high demand because the perceived value is so high.
0: Right, you're out of the commodity business. That's exactly, exactly right. So these, are, this is really funny. We've, we've, I think we've shown this wheel of fortune, our, our core base at that pie chart with all this. So I'd like to, you know, where does this stuff fall in? You know, how to thrive, how to, how to get your business to thrive. We got some foundational stuff. We talked about know your niche, your target market. We talked about your million dollar message. Um, generating more leads. We actually mentioned during this call, a joint venture strategic alliance, right? And value added bonuses. So that's kind of funny how that fits in our more leads. We actually talked about a compelling offer, the irresistible offer. That actually falls under our category of more conversions, right? So that's part of our conversions. And then we actually talked about additional products and services that value added. Remember, we talked about, like I said, the the pressure washer, the gutter cleaning, right? The golf magazine that goes into that's under more transactions, how to get more transactions, how to offer new, new products or services to your existing clientele. So it's really funny how they fall into our little pie chart of, you know, the foundations, the more leads, the more conversions, the more transactions. We didn't really talk about more profits today, except... By doing those other things more profits actually happen but we didn't actually talk about profit strategies Is that on the on the know,
1: your
0: numbers? On you the know your
1: numbers part i want to pause That's there because profits. i want to come into the profit part of this so um i sell on amazon i have a 100 yeah. percent um amazon rating meaning i just yeah. basically it means we ship on time and when people ask for a return we just give their money back no questions asked yeah. Yeah. there's there's seller forums on amazon where people are complaining because of returns they didn't they didn't satisfy the customer so amazon dropped them under 97% if you drop under amazon under 97% to 96.9 now you no longer are preferred and therefore nobody sees your products right people are like well that's not fair well amazon is not penalizing you what they're doing is they're promoting others who are better so they're they're so these people are complaining because their business goes down 70%. Know your numbers. Is one refund gonna hold up your business? This is, this is knowing your numbers is what, yeah. what is it cost to satisfy the customer? Is it better just to send the money back? I mean, I, I think it's a whole lot easier just to give their money back than to have anybody negative in the marketplace. That's knowing your numbers. And what is that? That's, that's the wow experience. Even though yes. they weren't happy, because you're always going to have some people aren't happy, but that falls under knowing your numbers and the wow experience at the same time. Give their money back if you have the opportunity so you can stay in the good graces of not Amazon, if that's your selling model, stay in the good graces of the customer always.
0: Yeah, I know that's it's, exactly right. They say Does the customer's always right.
1: No, they're not always right, but give their money back and give then they happy. The yeah, that's pretty
0: good. So this is a pretty good one. We're talking about ways to, for your business to thrive here. And I'm just trying to show you how it all fits into our, our little pie chart, right? This is the kind of stuff we talk about in our mastermind, right? There are the fundamentals. there's are good foundation, more leads, more conversions, more transactions, more profits, right? All these categories fall under that regardless of the business you're in. This is the kind of stuff we talk about in our mastermind. If you want to apply to our mastermind, Matt at profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. We love doing these podcasts. We're trying to help a 1,000 business owners find $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 in their business. We do that through something we call the profit acceleration session, right? You can call and schedule one of those with us. And what we're trying to do there is find business owners $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 in their business. How are we doing that? By applying these same foundations and leads and conversions and transactions and profits to their specific business. So those numbers are how to identify the money for them. If you want a profit acceleration session, reach out to Matt at profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. This information is for free that we give out. We do this podcast every week, profitabilitymd.com, profitabilitymd.com, our YouTube channel. You want to watch our pretty faces? This is what we're doing. We are here to help business owners. Business is fun. Getting clients is easy, right? It's all about the fundamentals and following. What do we say? We have, in order to be successful, you need three things. You need commitment, a roadmap, and a support system. Dave and I have already got two out of the three. We've got the roadmap, and we've got the support system already built. We just need your commitment. Come join
1: us. Could not have said it any better myself, Matt. All right, man. This is good stuff. Have a great afternoon. Take care. You too. See you. All right, bye.